Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, yeah. Feels good to be back. It's been a couple weeks, but we're back with you. I'm Tim Kennard. With me, my co-host, Steven Davidson. It's Positively Wrestling Evolved. We know you've missed us. We hope so anyway. Uh, but Steve, I've been questioning if they've missed us. You're so. questioning if they've missed us? Um, well, I would say that somebody's missed us because we've still been getting downloads. Oh, that's good to know. no new episodes, so... Um, so new people are tuning in one way or the other to some of the shows. Okay. 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 Um, you, you've been keeping up. Do you watch uh, SummerSlam? Oh, uh, of course I watch SummerSlam. Yes. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, everything since. Yep. I am uh, pretty much fully up to date. That's interesting, Tim, because I seem to remember if they change Yoshirai's name, I'm done. I am I'm done with WWE. I was done with Vince, and they oh. kinda, they kind of did that favor for me. <laughs> I see, I see. You've got more bluster than Billy Body. Yeah, um, yes, but no, I was, I was, I, I thought about that too. I was like, mm, at least it was a tiny change. It was yeah. only a tiny change. <laughs> I'm a little confused over the changing of the spelling of her first name. You still say it the same way. Yeah. So, so why? I don't understand why they changed the spelling of Edo. Yeah, who knows? I don't care about the the Shirai to Sky. It's just why change a name that you're going to say the same way? <laughs> sky and tie. <laughs> oh, oh, Which indeed, is, indeed. <laughs> a little too close to Kai and Tai, but that's all right. Um, yeah. Uh, what a what a two weeks to be gone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from the yeah. show, man. Um. I mean, but first off, I mean, you obviously had a wonderful time. We've been yes. talking about it. Um, yeah, I had a great week in London. Um, just to myself, did a lot of walking. I walked everywhere except to and from the airport and to Stonehenge. That would have been <laughs> that would have been quite a walk. That would have uh, been quite a trek. Yeah, it was an hour and forty five minute drive. Um, but yeah, uh, it was great. Saw lots of cool stuff. Some of the touristy stuff, but I did some of my own things too finding different filming locations from from Amelia Clark's last Christmas movie and even uh, hanging out at one of them basically every day, a little, little uh, garden with benches and stuff like that. I'd go out there and have my breakfast. Um, and then uh, Nashville, not Nashville, Nashville was some of the same. Knoxville is where I went and uh, met Bret Hart for the yeah. second time. And he was cool. Met the Godfather, Rikishi. Uh, got a sketch from Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, talked to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Um, yeah, lots of, lots of cool stuff going on for the past couple weeks. And now next week it's back to work. Yep. Ugh. It work rears its ugly head, but that's it okay. Does. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of, a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Oh, by the way, Ricky, the I told you this, Ricky, the dragon steamboat and I talked about how bland the men are in wrestling right now and how great the women are. Just, just wanted to point that out. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. And and too bad Lawler couldn't give you the sketch you wanted. 
Yeah, there's a story there. <laughs> Should I tell it? Should I tell the story? Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So my I, I have sketchbooks that I take around uh, to different conventions and have artists do sketches in them. Um, and they have themes. I have one that's a, a, an Incredible Hulk sketchbook where I have Hulk and Hulk characters sketched. And then I've got a Black Cat sketchbook and so on. I wanted to start a wrestling sketchbook. Uh, sketchbook full of sketches of wrestlers. And I thought, how cool would it be to kick it off with a Bret Hart sketch by Jerry Lawler? Yeah. And Bret was there. So I was like, and I'll get it signed by Bret. And then I had the thought, Bret's a cartoonist. I wonder if he could do just a quick, like 15, 30 second cartoon sketch of Jerry Lawler on the second page. And then I could get that signed by Jerry. What, What cooler way? Would there be to kick off a wrestling sketchbook than that, Tim? Agreed. I, I can't think of a cooler way. So I approached Jerry Lawler and I asked him if he'd do a sketch for me. And he was hemming and hawing, trying to decide, I think, if he had time to do it, if he thought he would have time to do it. And while he was thinking it over, I said, yeah, I'd like it to be Bret Hart. And uh, he thought and he said, all right, yeah, I can do something kind of quick for you. Um, I'll get something done for you. And I think he just wasn't listening to me. <laughs> When I told him I wanted it to be Bret Hart, I think he was busy deciding if he had time to do it and was thinking to himself and just didn't hear me uh, because the next day when I went to pick it up, it was Batman. It was Batman. Good Batman. It was a good Batman. I have no complaints about the sketch itself, but now I'm like, what do I do with this book that was supposed to be a book full of wrestlers that now has Batman? (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know it, what to do. It could be a, a sketchbook of wrestlers just doing sketches of comic book characters. <laughs> okay, now that Lawler's done, who else do I get? <laughs> uh, well, you said Brett was a cartoonist. <laughs> yes, all right, and then. Um, I mean, I'm not saying a lot of these pictures are going to be good. <laughs> right. Charlotte. <laughs> Would you mind? Hey, uh, I know you're not, you don't, I don't know if you draw or not, but can you draw something for me? <laughs> I, saw, I saw Shane Helms in the airport. Maybe he would have done something. Oh, I'm sure the hurricane could do something. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, uh, he could just draw himself. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> um, but you know what? I, I have a sketch by Jerry Lawler, and there aren't many people who can say that. That's so true. it's still That's something true. cool. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. It just, you know, there was no point in trying to get a Brett, a Brett cartoon after that. Like, right. I bother with that. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of messed up my plans. And I'm trying to figure out how to, how to, how to proceed from here with that book, but it's still cool to have a sketch by Jerry Lawler. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. So uh, if there was ever a question about everything that's been going on with, with the Vince McMahon and him retiring, and what WWE was going to look like. We talked about how, you know, we might not know immediately how changes are going to go. Um, not true. Not true. <laughs> yeah. Do you think well, there were changes in uh, math-based wrestling? Uh, yes. Maybe a little bit. Maybe. Hit it, hit it Maybe. Scott. Uh... See, normally if you go one-on-one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. That'll work. 
Okay. So technically I have like four weeks, but I'm just not going to do that to everyone. So <laughs> here's, here's just this week's. That's all okay. I'm going to do. Uh, so this is week 42. And so over the past week, we had 36 women's matches. It's 15 stardom, 11 AEW, 4 NXT, 3 Impact, 2 WWE, and 1 NXT UK for a total of 4 hours, 53 minutes, and 59 seconds. I did keep track of the previous three weeks. That was actually a drop of 19.1%. But the previous week had two stardom pay-per-views. So that always bumps up the total time. Uh, The match average, 8 minutes, 10 seconds. Not bad, but still down 10%. From the previous week but still eight minutes i'll take it uh the shortest match dark of course nyla rose and marina shafir defeating jocelyn navarro and heather reckless in 45 seconds uh the longest match goes to the gauntlet match on smackdown Shayna baszler defeating raquel natalia zaylee shotzi sonia deville and Aliyah in 22 minutes and nine seconds so It is interesting to note that there were only two women's matches in WWE this week, Mm -hmm. but one of them was 22 minutes. The other one, let me find it. Where are we? Where are we? Nope. (laughs) Uh, The other one was 10 minutes and three seconds. No. Yes. 10 minutes and three seconds. Um, So both over the average time. So fewer matches, but also longer and higher quality matches. Yes. Um, agreed. And, and uh, we're going to talk about a lot of WWE stuff today, um, uh, which is fitting, given everything that's going on. So why don't we jump into some other stuff first? Sure. Since that's going to be the crux of our, our conversation. Um, let's start with some AEW. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about there, but um, Madison Rain uh, is all elite. Congratulations to her. She's had a couple matches since officially becoming All Elite. Now, the big question here, of course, is, is she still with Impact? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just baffled by the fact that nobody else is talking about that. Yeah. Why, why aren't we getting reports from Sean Ross Sapp or wh- whoever about her status with Impact? Yeah. It's like, is she still fulfilling any obligations there? Is she just done with Impact all of a sudden? And now, because then she's also been hired, not only she has been, you know, in ring for these first couple of weeks that she's been with them, but she was hired primarily to be backstage, uh, like in an agent type role, training type role. Coach is what they're calling her. Whatever, that, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, whatever that means for AEW, she's going to be a coach. Um, which, I mean, great person to have backstage coaching some of your young talent. She's been around quite some time. She's very good. Um both promo wise and in ring. So I think she's good in ring. I think she's very good when it comes to character stuff. Yes. I think she's uh, good enough in there. I wouldn't call her one of the best in ring, but she, she's very good with character and presentation and things like that. Yeah. Her in ring. I will. It's not weak. No. It's, um, it's good. It's just, it's not, it's just not, you know, like standout stellar. Like right. I wouldn't put her in the same conversation as like, you know, a Sasha Banks, a Charlotte Flair, or Becky right. Lynch, but um, you know, it's also not like she's super green or right. anything like that. She is a competent uh, professional wrestler. Yes. Um, but yeah. So interesting that again, yeah, they haven't reported on anything that's going on with her and impact. If there is anything or, or what um so i find that very very interesting i don't know if 
Like they just don't care <laughs> about impact news. Yeah. See, I, I do because I, I still do, really yeah. enjoy watching the knockouts on impact. I, I think a lot of this, uh, not the impact stuff, but just bringing her in at all stems from the lack of communication and the problems we heard about that causing in AEW. Um, and once that news kind of got out, we heard about a, you know, a lot of people being brought in and some restructuring and, mm-hmm. and I think this was part of that to kind of help, uh, you know, it, I said it a long time ago, like, as AEW becomes bigger, it's going to resemble WWE more and more. Yeah. And it, because it has to. Like, if, if your company is that big, you can't just run it with one person. They're going to need help. Yeah. And and that's that's what this is. And I, I agree. Um, so, yeah, as AEW continues to grow, obviously, they're going to have to put other people in different roles other than just those core you know three four people like it was in the beginning which is basically the elite plus tony khan yeah uh you know cody's now gone (laughs) you know and he was probably taking care of quite a few things behind the scenes um so having to fill that void and then like you say the reports of all the miscommunications or lack thereof Mm -hmm. uh between talent uh and tony himself so uh bringing her on bringing these other people on i think it's it's just a good it's a good thing for them you know structuring their company yeah um but uh we'll see what that has to, uh, how that remains for impact if if she'll fulfill any more dates or if she'll just be gone yeah if Tennille is suddenly a singles competitor that'll answer our question yep um also in the aw realm uh, of course bad news for chris statlander um out with an injury the other knee this time of course she had surgery on the one before now seems like the other knee is injured no word yet on whether it will require surgery yet um but she even took to i guess it was instagram uh or twitter and addressed it saying you know it it, you know one knee repaired now one to go uh (laughs) and uh she'll be back stronger than ever when it does happen put everybody on notice and she apologized for letting everybody down, which I, I mean, it's not her fault. I mean, no, no, no. no. Injuries happen. uh, Unnecessary. Yeah. It's, it sucks. It really does that. And apparently she was primed for a pretty big push and it kind of looked like they were kind of headed in that direction. Yeah. And so that kind of gets sidelined for now, but, um, but I mean, she'll be back and she'll be great. So, uh, you know, get well soon on the road to recovery for Chris Statlander. Um, other than that, not, not a lot going on. AEW wise, uh, you know, we're going to trudge along to all out. Looks like Athena versus uh, Jade Cargill for the TBS championship and more than likely Thunder Rosa versus Tony storm. That's what it looks like. So we'll we, we can be pretty sure about Athena and Jade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's pretty much a done deal. We know that Tony is the number one contender. Right. So now whether that match happens at all out or somewhere else, we don't know. They haven't officially said yet, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Did you see that drop kick Athena hit earlier this week? Oh, yeah. That was the sickest looking drop kick I've ever seen. I've been watching wrestling since 1985. I've never seen a drop kick like that. It was, it, it was pretty special. It was, yeah. it was definitely special. Um, there, there was no leg slapping, but you heard the impact. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Ouch. 
speaking of impact, uh, since we were talking about Madison Rain, um, some uh, potential, I guess, I don't it's not, I guess it's bad news for the fact if you're a fan and you don't want to see her hang it up, but Mickey James uh, teasing retirement, it seems like. I still think this is just part of the story on Impact. You think so? You think she's just working? Yeah. And just doesn't want to, you know, say anything contrary to the story on social media. Okay. That, that, okay. Because, you know, it was a thing backstage um, sometime in the last three weeks. The last three weeks to me feel like they happened all in the last 48 hours. It um, is kind of a blur. Yeah. Um, but where, you know, she was upset over losing and said she thinks she might be done and then walked away. So I, I think it's just part of that. And she's just okay. rolling with it on social media. That's my guess. Okay. Yeah, man. And I hope because I I don't want to see her hang it up yet. But if it isn't, you know, her working, um, you know, it's it'd be nothing. Her career is nothing to be ashamed of. Oh God, no. And it's true, like how she responded to one fan who was like, you know, hate to kind of same sentiment. He said, hate to see you go, but if you know, if it is that. You, you know, you're going to be instant Hall of Fame, appreciate everything you've done. And she's like, you know, I don't know that I have anything left to prove, really, wrestling-wise. It's like, what haven't I accomplished? So it's like, it's true. It's very true. Yeah. Um, although I like the uh, the wild speculation and rumor that Asuka was trying to, I guess, uh, get her over to be uh, her tag partner for the tournament. <laughs> oh, this little, you know, not really, but a little Twitter yeah. interaction going on, which I thought was really fun. I'd be like, I'm down. Yes. Yeah. Bring Mickey back over for a little, a little guest spot again. I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so hopefully she's just working because uh, I don't want to see her hang it up quite yet. Um, And I think you might be right. Maybe it is just help further that story along. Yeah, they wouldn't have introduced it on television if they weren't going to do something to follow it up. That's true. So check off gun, right? Huh? Chekhov's gun. Yeah, Chekhov's gun. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah, so it's on my mind because I saw a play by Chekhov in London. Ah, that's right. You did. Yeah. You did. Um, twice. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> As good the second time. Yes, except there was a drunk dude in the audience. Oh, no. In the, in the row behind me. He was behind me and about eh, four or five seats to my left. And he thought he was hilarious. Nobody else did. And oh, sure. so he would yell out responses to the lines that the actors were saying. Oh, God. Uh, like one of the actors, one of the characters said that, you know, they were hoping that they would be a father and have a child one day. And the guy yelled out, don't ever give up. Like stuff like that. <laughs> oh, and my then, God. Yeah. Yeah. And then Amelia Clark said one of her lines and he yelled, I love you. And it wasn't me. <laughs> I swear. Sure, it was a drunk guy and not just your inner thoughts. <laughs> I mean, it, it could be both. <laughs> but out loud, it wasn't me. And at that point, they finally ejected the guy. They came I about to say, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was thinking, because I knew there was a kiss coming, because I'd already seen it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, is this dude going to like charge the stage or something? And if so, he's going to cross right over me if he's going to do that. So I was planning like to grab him in a full Nelson or something. If I had to, I was, I was, I was ready to, to defend Amelia Clark. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, well, 
crazy fans everywhere, no matter yeah. where you go. <laughs> um, sure let's talk about American that too. I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear uh, an English accent from that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good Lord. Uh, let's talk about some five-star GP. Yeah. Let's talk about that Grand Prix going on. Some uh, surprising starts. Yes, yes. To, to this. Um, so as it stands, now they did have a show today that I haven't gotten to watch yet. Uh, they've actually already posted five matches from it, which is crazy. Um, but before that, uh, we have the red block, we have the blue block. Um, lots of ties, lots of ties right now. In the red, we have a four-way tie for first place with Utami, Hayashishta, Himeka, Kaguma, and Risa Sara all sitting at four points. And then the blue block, we have a five-way tie for first oh, God. with Hazuki, Sayakamatani, Mirai, Natsupoi, and Mina Shirakawa all sitting at four points. Uh, surprising to me, uh, right now, Momo Watanabe and Julia both have no points. Yeah. Julia's lost twice. Yeah. I kind of had her pegged to win it. I I don't know that I had a peg to win, but I definitely had her pegged to be, you know, kind of there at the end. Yeah, <laughs> and she still could be. They could do a come-from-behind victory True. sort of thing. True. That, that's entirely possible. But I definitely thought she'd get off to a stronger start than she has. Um, Mina Shirakawa beating Momo. That was a hell of a match. It was a great match. I mean, well, both, both that match and, like, say, you even – told me hey make sure you watch at least these two yeah when, when doing my catch-up i mean the the hazuki uh julia. julia match was amazing too yeah um especially the both the both matches practically started on the entrance way <laughs> yeah yeah which was which crazy made them feel important right yeah. it made them feel like okay these people want to win um and the the momo the momo mina match uh just back and forth back and forth and it felt like it felt half a dozen of those of those uh pinfall attempts felt like they were going to end the match yeah and um, yeah it was excellent and I, kudos to julia for taking a tumble down the stairs spot oh, oh my god yeah yeah and and she she didn't do it gently like we often see them do i mean no matter how you do it it's dangerous but yes. she just went for it yeah i was like holy crap yeah, and Hazuki come flying off the from the top of those stairs anyway down yeah. toward the crossbody. But both matches were supremely entertaining. Yes. Um. But yeah, very surprised that that Julia took the loss. Um. In that first one, I thought she was going to pull it out, but then yeah, the Mina and Momo match. I was when it that that sequence at the end, she got the pin, and I was like, Hubba, holy crap! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> holy crap! Um, but yeah, um, good then, on good on Mariah. Mariah beat Julia as well. Yeah. Um, Momo's only lost once. She's only had the one match in in the tournament so far. Um, but yeah, Julia's zero and two, which yeah, definitely surprising to me. But go Mina, Dark Horse. I Shirakawa for the win. I still think Julia could win. Mm-hmm. I think Tom has a really good shot. Okay, at winning. Yeah. Um, I think Hazuki has a shot. True. I would put them as my, my three favorites. Okay. To win this year. I think so. 
but there's no clear like last year it was obvious Shuri was winning right and the year before it was obvious Utami was winning there, there's no obvious winner this year we do have a handful of of possible and completely believable winners um I think it would be great for Hazuki who I think I, I love her her tag team with Kaguma uh they're my favorite tag team in wrestling right now uh Fukuoka double crazy um but I think she deserves more of a spotlight in the singles world too. And this, this could be, I mean, beating Julia uh, in the main event of the first night of the grand star of the five-star grand prix is that's a statement. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't necessarily mean from Hazuki cause she's just doing what they're telling her to do, but from stardom, I felt like that was a statement. Uh, we had a similar situation last year where Momo beat Mayu in the main event of the first night and Momo made it to the final. She didn't win, but she did get to the final. So I, I think Hazuki, if she doesn't win, I think she might be there at the end. Okay. Interesting. Um, but she'd have to get, uh, yeah. If she is, Julie is not. That's the thing. Yeah. Cause they're in the same block. So now uh, I did get this uh wasn't a notice i don't know how i stumbled upon it when i was uh, surfing the web but it was about some tickets going on sale for a stardom event that is i mean in in japan obviously not here (laughs) okay Uh, i thought you were about to freak me out no 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 i would have been i would have already texted you like dude have you seen this (laughs) yeah um uh we going you know something like that (laughs) yeah uh but uh, I guess they have an event, uh, I want to say it was maybe the first weekend in September or last weekend of August. Um, and a couple of the matches that they were advertising for it really got me excited. One in particular was Kyrie um, versus... Oh, Saya? Saya. Yeah, for the white belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, that's okay. coming up. Kyrie's challenging for a title. Yeah, I think she's going to win it too. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's another big match on there that I was kind of like, oh, okay. I don't know if it was Shuri and who she's wrestling. Or... Um, She does have a title defense, and I'm going to think who it was, because it's definitely Kyrie and Saya that took up space in my mind. Is that where she's wrestling Tom, maybe? Tom? She already wrestled Tom. Oh, sure. Okay, that already. Yeah, yeah, she she beat Tom. Um, but I think Tom could could win another shot by winning the Grand Prix. Um, I'll find it. Anyway, that show looks exciting. Uh, coming up at the end of the month. Yes. Um, very much so. I am I'm stoked. Oh. Oh goodness! How much and, uh, have you gotten to watch besides those two matches? Uh, I got through um, both of those days, like all the matches on both those days. Okay, and then most of the matches on the next show, and then a couple from the show after that. But then none from obviously from the one posted today. Yeah. I think okay. I'm right. Yeah. 
That's a total of five shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Uh, uh, it's. I, I like the Grand, the five star Grand Prix. Um, I, I feel like the Cinderella tournament has kind of been devalued the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, the five star Grand Prix definitely still has prestige to it, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I like the format too. I kind of. I like part of me kind of wants to see like a WWE attempt at something like this. Yeah. Um, on the men or women's side, either way. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'd love it for the women, but I like to see them kind of try this format. Yeah, and see the what round, they could do. The round with robin it. type. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's Nat and uh, Nane Takahashi challenging Shuri, the first World of Stardom champion. Ah, yes, yes, and yes. co-founder of Stardom. Yeah, taking on Shuri. Yeah, I knew there was a reason I was hyped for it, and I just couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, Shuri will win. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see Shuri dropping that one. No, um, but I think I think Kyrie might win. I think she very well might. I think I think it's very likely. Uh, anything else you want to talk to talk about on Stardom side? Uh, no, that's pretty much. Uh, it, it's all about the five star Grand Prix right now, and yeah. they have a bunch of tag team gauntlet matches too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> when they want to fill out and put the rest of the roster on the show, let's do a tag team gauntlet match. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, NXT. Um. And specifically, <laughs> let's talk about two people in NXT that are going to be part of this women's tag title tournament. Um, so they, of course, they announced on SmackDown, well, not on SmackDown, but uh, on a digital exclusive after SmackDown, um, uh, uh, postman Pierce <laughs> came on and told us uh, that they it is official. They are finally going to give us the women's tag team championship tournament that they told us they were going to have right after Sasha and, and Naomi left. <laughs> Said, "Hey, four months later, here we go. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got the brackets for it. And uh, interesting, interesting. We knew it was going to be kind of." Eh, anyway, because they don't have any tag teams. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't. Um, so uh, on Monday, of course, and we'll talk about this. We, it, it was one of the matches, uh, the two matches that they that WWE had this week, um, and that is uh, uh, Kai and Sky, <laughs> EO Sky, and Dakota Kai uh, versus uh, Tamina and Dana Brooke, and. I do want to say this. Put some respect on Tamina's name. I thought she looked great during this match. Okay. I really, I just, I happened to take notice. I thought she performed very, very well. Um, I think she gets a bad rap a lot of the times and she doesn't get used a lot. And that, I mean, well, at least not, I guess, in a, a huge push sort of way. <laughs> um but I thought she did really great. And obviously uh, Dakota Kai and EOS guy pick up the victory as I expected them to. <laughs> I didn't expect. Oh yeah. There was uh, no, Tamina no and Dana way. to pull out some shock victory here. No. Um, so uh, they will move on to face the winner 
of uh, Alexa and Asuka versus um uh Dewdrop and Nikki. Yeah, Dewdrop and Nikki, which we will get next week. Um and then on the other side we have uh Raquel and um uh Aaliyah as a team and they are taking on I can't remember I can't remember all the brackets um um Shotzi and Shotzi's paired up with uh it's um Zylee right Raquel and Aaliyah and Zylee and Shotzi yeah yeah, so there, and then they, we've got uh, Nikita and Zoe against Natalia and Sonia. Yes, uh, so yeah, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark getting pulled up from NXT to be part of this tournament. Kind of surprising, I feel. Um, a, why don't you pull up an actual tag team? Yeah, from from NXT. Why wouldn't you pull up Toxic Attraction? Yeah, why wouldn't you pull up? Literally anybody else. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, you know, Caden and Katana, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't want my NXT champions losing in this tournament. Yes. Um, and again, they already have belts, so right. um Toxic Attraction would have been good though, I think. Yeah, I think that would have been a, a, an easy choice. Now, what this kind of tells me is that these two ladies are probably like two of the next ones that will get like permanently called up from the roster. I think this is kind of a, a test run, so to speak. So Mandy beats Zoe. It looks that way. As much as I was going to say, I thought Zoe was going to be the one to take the belt from her. Uh, this kind of throws a spanner in that works. I think What's a spanner. Uh, technically it's a wrench. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, it is a phrase, throwing a spanner in the works. You okay. can look I've, it up. <laughs> I, I, I'm not questioning you. I've just never heard it. And I've certainly never heard you say it. I think spanner is uh, is mostly used, um, I think more of an, it's an English colloquialism. Like, they 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 say spanner instead of wrench. Like they also English. just straight up say toilet. There's no restroom. It's the toilet. It's the toilet. <laughs> There are no free refills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Learn that the hard way. <coughs> and I'm a thirsty man, especially after I've been walking for 15 miles. <laughs> or after watching anything with Amelia Clark. Yes. <laughs> you stay thirsty. Uh, <laughs> there were free refills at five guys. I say that. So you, you got all the fill you needed at five guys. Okay. I, I, well, I, I yes. see. Uh-huh. Proud of it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, interesting, interesting that the two of them are getting called up, um, for this. Do you think they're just going to lose that first round matchup? Do you think they, you think they're going to win? I think they lose. I think Natalia and Sonia advance. You think so? I think so. I, I, I don't feel strongly about it, but if, if you're putting me on, on the spot, then that's what I'm going to say right now as I'm sitting here. Okay. I think they win the first one. Okay. 
it lose. wouldn't shock me if they won, but yeah. And then maybe lose to what I'm assuming will probably be Raquel and Aaliyah. I guess it, it feels like the winner is coming from the raw side. Yeah. I mean, yeah, these are so randomly, I mean, obviously Dewdrop and Nikki are kind of a tag team. So that makes sense. Right. But they're probably um, going to lose. They're probably going to lose. Kai and Sky obviously seems like they've been brought up to be a tag team. Yeah. I think um, they win. I think they take the whole thing. I think, and are, are, are we, are we getting the tag team version of the CM Punk John Cena from 2013 or 2012? With who? With uh, Kai and Sky winning and then uh, Sasha and Naomi coming back. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're the real champs. <laughs> oh, oh, that's certainly what everyone's expecting. kind of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, hmm, we shall see. But yeah, I think, I think, I think this is Dakota Kai and, 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 and EOS guys to lose. I think they are the, who will win ultimately. Yeah. Um, it looks like everybody else is kind of thrown together. Yeah. I, it doesn't I just don't make think, any sense. I don't think we have convincing winners on, on the right side of the bracket. So maybe Nikita and Zoe make it to the finals because they're, because they're such, a wild card, they're almost more convincing than any of the other teams over there. That's true. Yeah. I mean, because it... Aaliyah, come on. Does yeah. anybody think Aaliyah is going to be a champion right now? No, based on the way that she's been booked. Uh, same way with Sonya Deville, honestly. Yeah. Same way with Zia Lee. Yeah. And I'm not talking about their talent, I'm just talking about their presentation on television. Yes. So none of them are believable winners in this. Nikita Based on and what, Zoe what have that? both been booked strong. Yes, on NXT. Yes, they on have. NXT. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe they make it to the finals. I don't think they win. No, 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 no. I don't think you, you put two people from NXT in there and then have them win. That just right. doesn't. I don't see what purpose that serves when, you know, you have Bailey who has come back and specifically is hyping up this whole tag team tournament right um behind uh eo and dakota so uh yeah i think i think they're going to be your winners and then probably something with sasha and naomi possibly it's what kind of seems like they're going for but that could also just be a swerve yeah they might subvert the expectations um but uh I also, I wanted to talk about how brilliant, because I, I actually love this. Um, it didn't quite happen how I wanted it to, but it still ended up the way I wanted it to. And that's the stuff with Becky Lynch. Um, she, of course, and a hey, kudos on her dislocating her shoulder at the beginning mm. of that match and finishing it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That's one tough lady. Um but I love that they gave us the switch at SummerSlam. I love the, the, you know, the handshake. It's kind of the whole thing that, you know, her kind of realizing, getting some respect there. And then you get Bailey and Dakota and EO come out. And then there's Becky right at the side of Bianca. Uh, and it seemed like it was going to be probably her Alexa and Becky and that being Bianca 
as opposed to Asuka. But then, of course, Becky being hurt, then Asuka slotted into that third spot, it seems like, um, for this six-woman kind of Clash at the Castle match. Anyway, but I do like the reset uh, of Becky's character. Um, like I say, didn't get there quite how I th- I wanted it to get there, but same result. And I'm happy that when she comes back, you know, she'll be corrected. And I love the fact that, and it's even been reported that McMahon, if McMahon doesn't retire, she's still a heel. Yeah. That was a, that was a triple H call. Yeah. So um, I think we've been seeing a lot of triple H calls. Yes. Yeah. Some of them very obvious. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Very obvious. Um, His fingerprints everywhere. I mean, just from the standpoint, we're starting off with like 20 minute banger matches on almost every single show. Like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. You know what I like? What do you like? You owe me a pizza. I do owe you a pizza. I do owe you a pizza. We have to get together so I can owe you that pizza. <laughs> you <can> deliver. <laughs> I don't know if that that place doesn't deliver, does it? <laughs> um, but yes, yes. Bianca did you, not You also don't heel. get food to go. You don't huh? say to go. Oh. Um, it's takeaway. Takeaway food, yep. For for sit down or takeaway. Yep. Felt like I was like stealing. <laughs> I'm going to take it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about... Uh, Let's talk about Liv Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's get into kind of our main discussion here. Um, and that is Liv Morgan and um uh Ronda Rousey, of course, SummerSlam, their match. A lot of talk about this finish. Yes, this finish was very, very uh interesting. Divisive. Div- there's a good yeah, that's a good word for it. Divisive. A lot of people split on this. Um so I, I, we'll go to you first. What what did you think overall of what the I think match of, and of, and then the finish itself? Of Raw? No, I said overall. Oh, I thought you said, what did I think of Raw? No, the match overall and oh, okay. the finish specifically. Uh, well, we heard that the match was cut short because uh, one of the other matches ran long, which kind of sucked. Um, for, for the people saying that Liv looked weak, I think they would not have had as much ground to stand on if the match had gone eight minutes, 10 minutes instead of four and a half minutes. Um, but really for me that um, I, I didn't see it that way. The way I saw it is Liv Morgan pinned Ronda Rousey in four and a half minutes. Yeah. She, she, she was on the defensive for a lot of it. Not all of it for a lot of it. She did get the rings of Saturn in. Ronda was reeling. I don't think Liv looked awful in this match. She survived three arm bars. Nobody else has done that. Um, she did tap at the end. Now, in the promo after, she said she thought the three count had already been made, which, okay. Um, but yeah, clearly if, it hadn't, but that's okay. Right. But, you know, who's to say, like kayfabe, if you're in the middle of that, that you don't think you hear a, a three count when it's a two count. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I've never been in a fight with Ronda Rousey. I don't know what I'd be hearing in my head. So, but even if not, 
look at it, again, kayfabe from a referee's perspective. You cannot stop looking at the shoulders when you're counting to see if someone's tapping out. You just can't. If they kick out, then you look. But as far as I'm concerned, a tap out would be null and void if it's happening during a count that someone hasn't kicked out of. Now, let's say that's not true. Liv's going to be fine. Now, there was a negative effect of the crowd reaction to her mm-hmm. the next week on SmackDown, and that was a direct result of that booking decision. Yes, and I understand yes, that. They will fix that. I'm not too worried about that. For the people saying that Liv looked weak, look, she's been booked weak for almost her entire run. And it's not fair. And it sucks that she's been booked that way, but it's what Triple H has to work with as he's coming into his position. He can't suddenly book her to destroy Ronda Rousey in dominant fashion, even in 20 minutes. It just wouldn't make any sense. Ronda Rousey has been the Hulk Hogan, the John Cena, the Roman Reigns of the women's side of WWE. It's just the way it is. And Liv has not been. But what this does is it establishes Liv as being someone who can take punishment. It establishes Liv as being someone who's wily and can find a way to win, even when she's having a rough time. It's not like she's been struggling in the same way against other people, like Natalia or or whoever else. Rhonda's different. Rhonda's different. Now, what's going to happen is that we're going to see Liv learn with each outing and be stronger with each outing. They're going to build her up into what we want her to be, but it would frankly be bad storytelling if she suddenly went from losing to Zelina Vega in four minutes to beating Ronda Rousey clean as a whistle in the span of eight months. Bad storytelling. It wouldn't make sense. And I'm saying that as someone who loves live as much as anybody. Again, I'm not talking about the performer. I'm talking about the on-screen character. You've got to make it make sense. And so Liv won. She's beaten Ronda Rousey twice in under five minutes total. Boom. So there's not a, it's not a coincidence that her next opponent is Shayna Baszler. Shayna's Ronda's buddy, similar in style, similar in intensity. And guess what's going to happen? Liv's going to beat her clean as a whistle. And we're going to start seeing her adapt and learn. And the next time we get that Liv Ronda match, it's going to go differently. Okay. Don't know that I agree. (laughs) We're not talking about Vince anymore. We're talking about Triple H. No, no, no. I know that. And that's why I I don't, I don't, not sure that I agree. Because I think we might actually be on the rehabilitation of Shayna Baszler, who has been criminally underused as one of Triple H's favorites from NXT, mm-hmm. has been wholly misused on the main roster. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, she started out great, and then they just, you know. Once she lost to Becky. Yeah, once she lost to Becky, it was like, okay, after that, whatever she did didn't matter. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Who cares that she beat everybody in the elimination chamber on her own? Who cares? Um, could this be her reascendance 
to the top of the women's division. I think we will see her used better and more. And I think she'll be stronger, but I don't think she's going to beat Liv. Even if it doesn't, even if the title doesn't change hands. So what, Liv gets disqualified or something or counted out? Almost to maybe even toy with us to play with the fact of, okay, is Liv starting to do this stuff maybe on purpose to retain her championship? Um, No, I wouldn't see that. I, I might see an increase in intensity from Liv in trying to prove herself and maybe going overboard and getting okay. disqualified that way. I might, I might see that. I, I don't think Liv's losing the title to Shayna Baszler. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying she's going to lose the belt. I think it's too early for that still. Yeah. Um, but I, I think one way or the other, we're going to see Liv look stronger with each outing. And then it's going to be much more competitive. And she might even beat Ronda when they have the rematch. If we even get a rematch between the two of them. I think we will. You think so? Yeah, when Ronda comes back from her KFEB suspension, I, th- I think that's where the whole thing's leading. Okay. I think this is designed to say to the audience, all right, we know Liv has been booked relatively weak, but we're going to build her up right now. And this is the storyline that we're using to do it. We're going to make her a worthy champion. Instead I of just so. doing it in one match which is something Vince would have done, maybe not with Liv, but it's just the type of thing Vince would have done. But I think Triple H just understand. I don't know what happened with Vince. He used to get it. Vince used to be a good storyteller. And somewhere along the line, I don't know what happened. He just lost the ability, not completely. It's not like everything he did sucked, but certainly a lot more of it sucked in recent years than, you know, in his primes. I don't know where he kind of lost it. Yeah. Um, but Triple H is much better at it. And so that's what I see happening, unless they just can't get past that crowd reaction. But from what I'm hearing, she's not getting that crowd reaction on house shows and stuff. So yeah. I, I think it was just hopefully a one-time thing. We'll know more tonight on SmackDown, I guess. Yeah. Um, but unless that happens over and over, uh, I think that's exactly the story we're seeing, that we're going to see live determined to prove herself with each outing and getting stronger and stronger and learning from, from past matches. Could be, could be, um, very entertaining SummerSlam mm-hmm. for sure. Um, the match with Bianca and Becky was phenomenal. It was, um, I still like the WrestleMania match better. I think. Think so. Yeah. It might have been that I was watching it at one in the morning in, in oh, that's London, true. England. Maybe that, that had something to do with it. That's true. That's true. Um, overall, I'm loving the seemingly new directions we're getting with Triple H at the helm. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Liv specifically, what do you think? Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's say Clash the Castle, Spitz, Shayna Baszler. What's next after that? Is that when Ronda gets reintroduced from suspension or? Uh, it could be. Um, maybe they'll give her one more challenger. I don't think it'll be too long before Ronda comes back. Um, 
I would think either after Shayna or maybe after one more challenger, I would expect Ronda back. Okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, they they have a star and live. Triple H knows that, um, and and he's not gonna he's gonna do what he can to help her succeed. And I think he'll learn from the booking of of SummerSlam and from that crowd reaction because he was probably like, ah, damn it, <laughs> man, I might have screwed that one up a little bit. Yeah, that's um, the like. What do you think the that finish was the right call. I think there are different ways you could have done it. Um, I understand. It's not the finish I would have come up with, um, but I understand why it was the chosen finish. Um, I understand wanting to protect Rhonda too, but it, it also gave them a reason to turn Rhonda heel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Rhonda felt cheated. And that's another reason I don't think she's going to win when she comes back. Because she's going to be a heel again, unless they change directions because of the crowd reaction. But that will only happen if it's a consistent crowd reaction over and over and over. Um, so I, th- I think that was probably the reason for it more than anything was to turn Ronda heel, and in in a way that made her feel justified <clears throat> in in doing it. Um, but there's, I mean, I, I'm well aware there are other ways they could have done that, but. If they had done one of those ways, there would have still been other ways they could have done it. So, you know, you pick one way and you go with it. And so I understand why they did it. It's not what I would have done, but it's not something that is going to destroy careers. Now, uh, it was also announced coming up on the next Broken Skull session with uh, Stone Cold. We're getting Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Does that mean she's imminently due to return? to in ring and on tv i don't think necessarily but i i I kind of have expected her back lately anyway and where does she fit in right (laughs) i mean that can also be said about i mean obviously naomi and sasha as well if they are Mm -hmm. um if the rumors are true because some people have said that you know the talks have been positive about them coming back now that triple h is in charge and vince is gone um and i think it's probably true since they're they kind of out of the blue decided hey let's get this tag team tournament back on track and <coughs> bailey's back um then of course the re-signing of dakota kai the the call up uh, of eo so it's going to get crowded real quick here it seems yeah <laughs> in the women's division um who who is going who's going to suffer that's the question because not everybody can be on top obviously oh right what what you can do is you can keep people strong even if they're not in the top angle top story <laughs> top story at a given time uh you can still keep them strong and when one person has their their main event uh angle done you just slot somebody else back in so I, I think we'll see Triple H using the women better, uh, using more of them, giving more of them time. I mean, he took basically the entire SmackDown roster and put them in a match on Friday. True. Um, last Friday. So I, I think we'll see him using people. Uh, one thing I've loved that he's done is, and he did this with uh, 
Natalia, not Natalia, but uh, Tamina and uh, Dana is just giving them quick little backstage interviews before their matches. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of stuff that allows the audience to feel more connected to them and to care more about their match. It doesn't have to be a 20 minute promo to kick off raw. You can just give them 30 to 60 seconds backstage before they go through the curtain. And you do that enough, people will feel like they know them more. And that sort of thing, that, that's the stuff that's really going to help the talent as much as anything. They don't have to have a 20-minute match or a 20-minute promo. True. Uh, and this kind of it walks the line of somewhat talking about the interaction with the guys, but Triple H's fingerprints on Raw's through story, which was kind of interesting with, you know, because it happened during a couple backstage segments with the women, with Nikki and uh mm-hmm. and do drop and the car yeah. crash right. and then the uh uh security running past uh oscar and alexa and then of course you had um uh bailey eo and dakota walking away and then you know aj styles comes walking through and how he had all this stuff happening in the background that we didn't get addressed right and it's like okay what more are we going to get from there? What else is coming? I'm, I'm interested to see um, everything else that that plays into that. <laughs> I don't even know if the common uh, if the uh, commentary team was even supposed to say Loomis's name at the end of the show. <laughs> they seem very shaky on it because <laughs> you barely see him. Yeah, and that whole thing was very. I was like, okay, this is. It felt very late nineties to me attitude era attitude era just the way that all this stuff kind of happening and folded in on it it, itself Mm -hmm. one thing was connected to this other thing even though it's not really connected but just for the sake of the story it is as far as the flow Mm -hmm. um so I'm I'm very interested to see where all that takes us and 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 where we go with with triple h for this for this ride um also interested interested to see if we start to see um some of this influence uh in NXT 2.0. Yeah, he can't do everything at once, I've been thinking to myself, but yeah. I, I think we'll see more and more changes, some bigger, some smaller, just as as we as we go. Now, um anything else you want to talk about as far as like the, the Rhonda and Liv? Uh, the only thing I wanted to mention, not that specifically, but as we do get these people coming back, Charlotte and theoretically Sasha and Naomi, I expect them to land on SmackDown. Raw's roster is so stacked. And SmackDown right seems a little thin. Yeah. Cause we were talking about the SmackDown side of the tag tournament and how there are no, first of all, they didn't have enough teams to fill it out. Enough yep. people to fill it, And the ones that they used to fill it out aren't believable as winners so uh they need some some top level more top level names because they couldn't put live in it um they couldn't put shana in it i guess because she's a more contender so um yeah they need more top level names in there and i think that's where we'll see we'll see them land although if, if you know eo and dakota win and sasha and naomi challenge them that puts them on raw at least for the time being yeah. I think Charlotte for sure smacked out. Yeah. I think she's definitely going to be smacked down side. 
Um, and I, I, I would assume that Sasha and Naomi will be SmackDown when they come back, at least as far as on whose roster they're on. Yeah. Uh, even if they would be challenging. Right. Uh, EO and Dakota. So and we don't know who else Triple H might bring back. That's true. Uh, we could see Billy Kay back. That's true. We won't no. be seeing Cassie Lee, no. uh, at least not for a while. Right. She announced that, you know, her and and uh, Sean are expecting a yeah. child. So congratulations to them. But yeah, Billy Kay could easily, easily come back. Uh, we don't know why she left wrestling. So it would kind of depend on that, really. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah, that's true, too. But that was just a name I pulled out of, uh, of a hat. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, but I mean, know. we could see a return of. I know alongside with Gargano, Candice LeRae. Right. Yeah. Um, be funny. That that would be cool if that's what they're setting up with Loomis and the way he comes back. Oh, I wish. I wish. Oh, it my God. The, it was the only time I found Austin Theory entertaining. I was like, please, God, salvage. Salvage Austin Theory and bring back the way. That would be. He amazing. hasn't been on Raw the past two weeks. But yeah. I, I don't know if you've noticed that. But yeah. Yeah, um, the way would be great. But yeah, but you never know. Uh Trying to think of anybody who else has been. Well, some are you know taken like Ember Moon and. and well, that's whatnot. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, Tony Ember. Yeah. Um. But it, it'll be more interesting as contracts are up now in yes. AEW and Impact yes. and places because now WWE is a far more appealing place to go back to. Yes. And so um, things have certainly heated up. WWE is starting to look more and more like a destination that people want to go to again, as far right. as like creatively. Yeah. Like not just for the paycheck. Well, and workplace environment. Yeah. It's like, Hey, they're doing good things there. It's new management. The old codgers out gross old man. Um, they found yeah. another 5 million another, in payments. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, even somebody right before, um, Vince retired. Someone tweeted to Maria Canellas, "Go back to WWE," and she said, "Not until there's new ownership and management." So you know a lot of, and I'm not saying she's coming back, but I'm just saying you know a lot of people were thinking that direction. Yeah. And so now that there is, it's certainly a more interesting landscape out there. So yeah, um, it's getting it's getting good. Things are heating up, heating yep. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's uh, let's do our uh, May Young Give Him a Hand Awards for uh, the week. Take it away, May. Thank you so much. Um, let's do it for since I've been gone. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Just fine. overall, that I think that'll yeah anything in basically the past three weeks. So yeah. Um, so I guess what's what's been your favorite match? <sighs> I actually think it was Momo and Mina. Really? Yeah. I, that match had me going the whole time. It was really good. Uh, and I I didn't know when it was going to end. And th- they work really well together. They've had some singles matches before. Momo's won them all before. Uh, but they have really good chemistry. And n- their matches aren't the same. They're never the same. This was a completely different match than their previous matches. And yeah, I shouldn't have been surprised by how good it was. But I kind of was. And yeah, I think that one gets my vote. Okay. Uh, for me, I, I, it's Becky and Bianca. Yeah, I I just I flip for that everything and it and it's everything. It's not just how good the match was, which was phenomenal, which we expected it to be anyway. Um, but 
the the storytelling after the match, all of that for me, and the fact that she did it with the dislocated shoulder for Becky, that just that puts it over the top for me. Yeah, that's just crazy. Um, who do you think your standout was for for this past three weeks? Um, as far as performer goes, I think I, I think I'm leaning honestly Bianca overall. Um, she's just continuously proving that she belongs in that spot. Um, she handles everything that comes at her. She handled the, the SummerSlam, the match you were just talking about, and then the post-match angle. And um, she's done what very few have been able to do, break through and cement herself as a main eventer in the WWE Women's Division without being one of the four horsewomen and without being from MMA. Um, True. And she's fully accepted in that position by the fans. And um, she's been great as champion. She's been great. She was great at SummerSlam uh, in winning that match. And uh, yeah. And uh, standing toe to toe with the, uh, the new, they don't have a name. Bailey and her group. They don't have a name yet. No, they do not. I'm sure um, they'll get one. Probably. Um, but, uh, yeah. Bianca is just an excellent, excellent champion. I agree. Um, for me, though, I'm going to say for my my, my standout performance uh, so far the past three weeks, I'm going to give it to Mina. Okay. She's doing great in the five-star GP. Uh, again, that win over Momo is huge. Yeah. Uh, she picked up the victory over... Um, oh, what's her name as well? Saida. Who was? I'm trying to refresh myself here. I think it was Saida. Pretty sure. Um, Maybe. I'm looking. Can't find it. I found the Momo match. Pretty sure it was Saida. She did get two wins though, and she is tied for first place right now. Might be looking in the wrong place. Yeah, I was Saida. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, I'm gonna give I'm giving my standout performance to her because I think she's doing crazy good in the five star GP. Yeah. All right. Uh, your favorite? Uh, what's something you loved? Dude, I don't care how it happened. Liv Morgan beat Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. <laughs> you can put all the asterisks, all the asterisks next to it you want to. I don't care. The record books: Liv Morgan beat Ronda Rousey in two consecutive matches in under five minutes total. Uh, just over five minutes total. Uh, by the way, she beat Ronda Rousey one second faster than Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar. So, up yours, Drew McIntyre. You wish you were half the badass that Liv Morgan is. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, for me, it's the return of Bailey. That that return at SummerSlam was incredible. I popped so huge. Oh, that music came on. And then it just kept coming. It did. Oh, my God. She gets halfway down the ramp, and it's and it's very apparent that she's heel Bailey. Yes, yes. Which was that was like that's good. I was, I, was, I didn't want the whole. I'm back as a face for one night, and then a turn. I'm glad it was yeah. just straight out the gates. I'm still a heel. Yeah. Um, and then Dakota's music hits, and it's like what? Yeah. Oh my god. That's when my jaw dropped. We we we've all been waiting for Bailey to come back. Mm-hmm. We knew that was going to happen at some point, but Dakota, yeah, holy crap. 
And then, boom, here comes the genius of the sky. Yes. With her music, I hope she gets to keep it. It's still my favorite entrance music in wrestling. Yeah, and I... I, dude, I am so stoked because there's rumors that Champa might get his music back. I heard that. And that yeah. makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. So I thought of, I actually thought of you when I read that. Yeah. I was like, please. Now just give Shayna back hers. I want fun. them. Yes. That. And I want them to get their names back. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised he's not Tommaso Champa. Yeah. And, and so on. And hopefully that'll happen too as we and, proceed. And, and I think that's slowly starting to happen. I was reading something about it might be Angel Garza. Oh, might be getting his, you know, Angel Garza back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so hopefully that will. I, I would assume happen. Umberto Carrillo. Hopefully as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As well. Yeah. Like, is that, I always, I always hated that when you give just one name. It's like, Dude, yeah. they're not Madonna. All right. right. It's, it's, it's okay for them to have a first and a last name. It's it okay. Is. Yes, they're human <laughs> beings. Yeah. Oy vey. But yeah, so that's our show. Hope you guys enjoyed tuning back in with us. Um, of course, uh, yeah, work's going to start rearing its ugly head for you what, next week. It is. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Starting Wednesday. And so uh, we'll be back. Hope we'll hopefully be back on our normal schedule but uh you know we'll keep you posted we'll definitely be recording uh mm. we'll just have to figure out when yeah <laughs> as things progress but uh hope you enjoyed everything reach out to us let us know your thoughts on everything that's happened the past three weeks mm. um what do you think uh the direction that it, that triple h is going to take us in what what are your thoughts any any predictions let us know you can reach out to us at the show find us on Twitter at plus WrestleCast, that's P L U S WrestleCast. You can find me at Timothy K. You can find Steven at Bizarro Doom. You can email us at POS WrestleCast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for the Positivity Wrestling Podcast. Um, hope you guys have a phenomenal weekend. Um, stay safe out there. Bundle up. <laughs> Storming Bundle up. everywhere over here. <laughs> We're right. on our side. Um, yeah, bundle up. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, uh, car insurance bundle. <laughs> oh, also, as red lights go to green, they turn yellow again first. Oh, interesting. And That's TJ a- Maxx is TK Maxx. I don't understand that. Yeah. I wonder if I, wonder if I own that. I wondered. TK Maxx. <laughs> Oy vey. What, was, what was your favorite food that you tried over there? Honestly, lasagna. I know that sounds bizarre, <laughs> but this there was this Italian restaurant across the street from my hotel, and their lasagna was so good, I went back three times. Whoa! It was that good. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what Did you have a favorite of the specifically British dishes that you tried? Um, I, I like the bangers and mash. I didn't get to do the shepherd's pie. I had such oh. a hard time finding a restaurant. They had all sorts of different other kinds of pies. But I had a hard time finding a Shepherd's Pie restaurant. I found one. I went back on my last day and they were out. Oh. So bummer. next time. Man. You guys have a great weekend. We will talk to you later. Take us out, Steve. Matane. <laughs>